When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the AC Report. Well, they blew up a chicken man in Philly last night. And they blew up his house, too. Down on the boardwalk, they're ready for a fight. Gonna see what them racket boys can do. Now there's trouble bussing in from out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble on a promenade And the gambling commissioner's hanging on by the skin of his teeth Everything dies, baby, that's a fact But maybe everything that dies someday he comes back Put your makeup on, fish your hair up pretty, and meet me tonight in Atlantic City. This is the other side of midnight. Time for our annual weekly look, I should say, at what goes on in Atlantic City. Today, it is my great pleasure to welcome back one of my favorite guests, uh, Michael Traeger. Michael Traeger is a national treasure. He is a luxury travel and casino gaming industry expert and entrepreneur with a website called TravelZork.com. Michael, welcome back. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the lovely uh, introduction. Michael, I got to share that one with my wife. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, she, she's the one that needs to hear it. Michael, if folks haven't heard you before, if they're not familiar with you, what is TravelZork? Uh, TravelZork is basically a website that's very focused on gambling experience, Atlantic City, Las Vegas. We also do a weekly segment on Vegas news. A lot that has to do with casino loyalty and also luxury travel. All right. Well, so some of the big news coming out of Atlantic City this week has to do with Caesars, Atlantic City, Caesars Palace, um, which we've been hearing they're going to do a lot of renovations. They're going to do some exciting things. And this week came the announcement that Ramsey's Hell's Kitchen will open at Caesars Atlantic City this summer. It's going to take over space previously occupied by concepts including a boardwalk beer garden, Dusk Nightclub, and Planet Hollywood. How big of a deal is this? I think it's pretty cool. I think it's a pretty big deal. Though, I mean, it's amazing to me how how much Ramsey is doing with Caesars these days. I mean, almost – I mean, it seems like Las Vegas is also becoming like one gigantic uh, Gordon Ramsay restaurant. But I think Hell's Kitchen is a wonderful franchise or version of it. I've been to the one in Vegas numerous times. So I think this is – I think this is awesome. I'm sort of curious how they're going to totally modify that space too. I remember when Dusk went in mm. and that was – a pretty big deal. So, uh, you know, Gordon Ramsay is obviously very well known for his work on TV. 
having been to the one in Vegas, what makes it so cool? What makes this restaurant so unique? I think it's a little bit of that. If you follow the, if you follow the show, it's, it's a really big deal to you. If you watch the whole hell's kitchen thing, even though it's really, to me, it's, it's a really good dining experience. It didn't, it doesn't really, it didn't really strike me as, as more of an experience than a really good dining experience. Like my daughter was dying to go to it and she mm. was totally thrilled. The waiters are very like interactive and great and it's it's just sort of it's and the food is sort of based on the on the show a little bit. I haven't I haven't watched all the seasons of the show, but you know a whole big deal about uh, beef Wellington. So that's uh, <laughs> something a lot of people order at Hell's Kitchen. But it's uh, it's cool. It's definitely cool. I think you know anything like this is positive. I like to see positive developments in Atlantic City. And when you mention Caesars now, Caesars is just about. I think they're almost completed with this enormous uh, room renovation. in Atlantic City, which is awesome. So the rooms are looking amazing at Caesars Atlantic City. And look at what's going on at Bally's, also another huge renovation. I mean, this is all great stuff, and I think that's super exciting. And Ocean is doing a renovation as well, right? Even though they're only a relatively new hotel. Yeah. I I, mean, I don't know much about that one. Borgata just completed a completed a res- renovation also. So I think you have – and. You, Hard Rock is relatively new. I mean, I'm I'm most excited about what's going on at Bally's because mm. to me, Bally's, for lack of a better term, was always such an iconic property, especially with that huge escalator. You know, that to me was an amazing, you know, an amazing property. I'm just so happy that it's getting love. And also now that you have a new company and a new loyalty program in Atlantic City. And that kind of competition is great. Well, it is great, but that also means that if you play at, at Trop, uh, Harris, or Caesars, you're not going to be able to use any points that you earn to get any any complimentary rooms at Bally's, right? That is, that's definitely true. But it's always nice to have another program sure. to fall back on. I mean, and I guess that it's a very interesting thing as you were talking about, like your visits to Atlantic City. I guess it depends how often you visit, right? We know some people who are there almost every single weekend. So being able to leverage, you know, status matches and promotions at different casinos can can be pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I'm afraid to look at my st- my tiers for all my player cards because it's been far too long since I've been, and I'm afraid that. That I'm dropped down to mere mortal status everywhere, uh, but uh, I guess uh, whatever. I guess that's less money that I'm that I'm losing if that's the case. You know, when I go to Atlantic City or even a place like Vegas, which you're very familiar with, I, I find myself really uh, conflicted between wanting to try all the great modern new restaurants with all the bells and whistles and all the amenities and wanting to try a lot of the great old school dingy places that represent old school Atlantic City or old school Vegas. But Caesars, it's not just Hell's Kitchen that they're diving into the gourmet dining scene with, is it? They're they're branching out even beyond Hell's Kitchen, right? That's right. They're also going to have a uh, Nobu. So that's that's pretty that's pretty interesting too. You know, so that's another there's also a Nobu at Caesars in Vegas. I guess the only thing that's starting to make me a little bit sad is, you know, some of the restaurants that were at Caesars forever. Do you remember the Italian restaurant Primavera years ago? Yeah, I never I, just, ate, I never ate there, but I, I do remember it. I, I was I was sad to see uh Budacon close and the Continental, both of which I really liked. 
Yeah, those were those were great places. And uh, I just, you know, it's so hard to change is 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 really difficult sometimes, right? Because you you like the change, but then you also like some of the restaurants that have been there a long time. I was I was talking today on my podcast, which will drop next week about the steakhouse at Circus Circus in Las Vegas and how so many people forget about it. And it's such an amazing, you know, good, well valued restaurant. And that's and that steakhouse has been in Vegas at Circus Circus since 1982. And it's that kind of thing that, you know, it's like, wow. And Atlantic City has a lot of that kind of history, but it's all sort of going away a little bit now. So that's, uh, I get a little bit sad about that because I love, I love thinking like what was there. Like I still refer to things as like, oh yeah, that's the location where Primavera was. Mm. And I still refer to Resorts World Las Vegas as the Stardust because I just, you know, I love, I love that history. Same, no, same here. Uh, in Atlantic City, one of the big debates right now, I get daily emails about this, is whether or not they're going to permanently ban smoking in Atlantic City. It was suspended during the pandemic. Uh, I enjoy a cigar occasionally. I like to, I used to really enjoy to go to the B bar and have a drink and a cigar. Uh, the Tropicana still has a great bar where you can sit and have a cigar and watch things happen. It's called 10 North. What do you think the status is at this point of uh, the efforts to permanently ban smoking in Atlantic City? It seems like with Steve Sweeney gone, there's a lot of momentum behind it at this point. Yeah. And I think I, you know, I've got, I have two emotions about this. I mean, my personal emotions, which are, it makes me really sad that this is going to happen just because there are just not that many places where you can smoke a cigar anymore. Right. So I just, and I figure, you know, you're taking one of the last places away, but I, I do understand the other side. I mean, the, the one side of it, which I, I do understand is the employees, but I, I just, I often wonder if there is some way that, you know, people, when I read all of these reports, they're saying, no matter what you do with ventilation systems, it's never going to make a difference. And obviously, even though it's only 25% of the casino floor in Atlantic City, you know, obviously there are people who are exposed to smoke all day long. Mm. So I, I understand, you know, I understand, you know, maybe my personal pleasure should come second to other, you know, other people's health. I was surprised. And I have, you know, my own like little theory about things in Nevada and Vegas was, you know, Vegas never stopped, uh, never stopped smoking during, uh, never banned smoking during COVID. So you were always allowed to smoke on the casino floor during COVID. And I was convinced that the reason why they never took it away in Nevada is because they never wanted to have the conversation about bringing it back again. Quite surprised that New Jersey brought, <laughs> allowed smoking again after they, you know, had that hiatus, uh, for, for COVID. But yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, is it going to, you know, the, what's the big question? Is it going to hurt business? And I think at this point, in the genesis of casinos and the entire world being non-smoking, it probably isn't even with Pennsylvania casinos having uh, smoking. But the other side of me says, you know, 99% of the world is non-smoking. Can't we still have that 1%? Right, right. I, I think you and I view this exactly the, the same way. Um, now, we're going into the nicer weather months in the Northeast, and uh, we're, before you know it, summer's going to be here. Spring's already here, and that is when Atlantic City and Las Vegas 
start getting awfully crowded, and that is reflected in the room rates. Have we have have we started to see room rates in both Atlantic City and Las Vegas tick up? Yeah, well, Vegas is a much different market than than Atlantic City because actually, and if you think about it, it makes sense. You know, Atlantic City's prime months are July and August, so those room rates are going to increase midweek and on the weekends, whereas Vegas is a little bit different sometimes because you can still wind up with some sweet spots in midweek deals because it's ridiculously warm in the summer <laughs> and if there's not a convention, uh, if there's not a convention in town. But I think it's it's sort of i think one of the things that's very nice for people that if you are a consistent gambler i mean you hear you hear a couple of different things for people but one those comp rooms become more valuable as the rates go up if you're still getting comp rooms you know the other side of it is that criteria for giving comp rooms sometimes also modifies itself during times of of high demand. But if you're a casino player there are a couple of things that i always suggest that you keep an eye on well, what are they? They well, first, you know, always be checking your casino offers. The other thing is, if you have a free room offer for the summer, you should be looking right now. Uh, most of the casinos, you have about a ninety-day window to book things, ninety to one hundred twenty days. So you should start looking at your casino offers, especially going into April, and you should start thinking about what weekends you're going to go mm. and check to see if you have comp rooms on those weekends, and if you do. You should just book some weekends on spec because most, almost all the time with comp rooms and marketing offers, you can cancel those rooms 72 hours before with no penalty. And, you know, you might as well grab it, even if you're getting good rates. You know, sure. some people, maybe you'll get Friday night comp and Saturday night will be $99. And you know how you go back and forth. I don't know which weekend I want to go to, but strategically. Book anyway. You're saying even if you're not sure you're going in June or July, book anyway if you have a good rate or a comp room because those rates are only going up. Exactly. Of course, paying very close attention to terms and conditions. But I, I mean, I know people and I've done this. I used to do this years ago. You know, I would book out a couple of different weekends and keep notes in my calendar. And I knew I would be canceling some of them. But you know what? In April, I was able to get the comp room for June or July or in May, I was able to get the comp room for August. But once you get a week before, that all changes. So it's really good to plan ahead. Uh, and that's also, you know, with anything with travel, especially if if the rates are refundable and the casinos are pretty good about that in in Atlantic City, which is also another hedge that I used to use years ago is if it, if you wanted to only be in Atlantic City on a good weather weekend, you know, obviously, since most of the cancellation policies for comp rooms are 72 hours, you have a pretty good idea what the weather is going to be like for the weekend. Mm, mm. Um, I have noticed sometimes in my own case that. Uh, I'll be able to get a comp room last minute when that same room that same day was $100 or sometimes even $150. Absolutely. Last minute is brilliant. And never, never overlook looking at things last minute, like same day. If you can go somewhere on this on the same day, it it can really work out well for you. And that's also something to keep in mind, you know, with any loyalty programs right now. I mean, summer travel is going to be crazy. Airfares are going crazy. Hotel rates are really high. People want to redeem their Marriott Bonvoy points and other things for hotels. But, you know, 
sometimes you can get a better deal if you're very flexible at the last minute. Maybe that room that was, would have been available, now they will release, you know, the availability. So that's something else to keep in mind. And it's just, just don't discount the fact that a week or two before there was no availability, that there'll definitely be no availability a day or two before, because that does change. It changes with airline frequent flyer programs too. Sometimes when I have friends that are hanging out with me in Atlantic City uh, and they decide last minute, spur of the moment, that they want to spend the night, which they hadn't anticipated doing, and there's not a good rate available or a comp room available that I can get them or that they can get themselves, I'll direct them, at least I've done this in the past multiple times, to an app called Hotel Tonight. Do you have an opinion on an app like that, Hotel Tonight? Yeah, I used to. You know, I I paid a lot of attention to them when they first when they first dropped. They had some amazing deals yeah. for Atlantic City. I think they've gone become a little bit uh, a little bit more mainstream now. <laughs> but uh, definitely, I mean, the internet's amazing. You know. <laughs> It's there's so many specials from, uh, you know, different travel websites. It definitely pays. To well, do you have any favorites that you'd recommend to folks? Do I have any favorites? Uh, most most of what I pay attention to is uh, is points and luxury is points mm. and luxury travel. So I don't really pay attention to a lot of the discount websites anymore. But there there's a lot there's a lot out there. I mean. Even I was just talking to a friend earlier today about something on Expedia. We were able to find an airfare uh, routing on Expedia that was cheaper than we were able to find directly on another airline's website. Really? I mean, the one thing, the one tool that I really love, like the best tool ever, is Google Flights. Google Flights is brilliant because you can look at all different kinds of pricing and and routing and get a really good idea about about airfares. So that's something I do do. I use tools. You see, for me, it's more about like tools like Google Flights. I use Expert Flyer a lot with a lot with flying, just because you know airline stuff and airfares are just so crazy. Well, uh, that makes sense to me. Now, of the loyalty programs that are available in Atlantic City, so you have MGM at the Borgata, you have the Golden Nugget, which has their own loyalty program, you have Bally's, which has its own loyalty program, you have the Three Caesars properties, Harrah's, Caesars, Tropicana, and uh, you have Resorts, which has its own uh, loyalty program. What do you think in terms of comps, in terms of comp rooms, in terms of hard rock, of course, I can't forget them. What do you think offers the best comps uh, for the average gambler? I think for the for the average gambler, Caesars Rewards and MGM Rewards are really great programs. I used to give Caesars Rewards the the edge, but now that uh, MGM M Life became MGM Rewards, and actually they sort of copied some of the things from Caesars, I'm uh, I'm sort of giving them the edge on a big hmm. national program. And they've got a lot of stuff uh, going on. I did a great article on God Save the Points, or, hmm. you know, I thought it was pretty informative about, you know, some of the changes for uh, MGM, MGM Rewards. And I think there's a lot of good stuff going on. But the biggest thing is now they MGM Rewards is also waiving resort fees, which is a huge deal in Las Vegas, a minor deal in Atlantic City for gold, gold tearing up. Oh, gold tearing up. I hate those resort fees. Uh, any other know. changes uh, coming to the uh, MGM Rewards program? 
they're planning some they're they're planning more things which are not to gamify to gamify your experience which will be very interesting to see exactly how they go about it but as far as what they've done with MGM rewards now they've you know on the gold tier and up they've added things like the the celebration dinner and those kind of things and also your earning is interesting because you earn tier you earn on MGM's always been big as Caesars does this too earning on spend not just gambling and you will earn tier points as well as reward points. And remember with MGM, those reward points are great because those are the points you use to get into somewhere like Amphora. So that's, that's good to keep in mind. But remember, you know, this status matching thing, there are, there are paths to, to get back to, you know, your gold status. So don't forget that one way is, uh, you know, Hyatt has a, has a program that matches uh, from Hyatt to to MGM, which is pretty good. Mm. So that's there. There's a lot of stuff to to keep in mind. Also, Caesars, you know, Caesars also has these wonderful tier multiplier weekends, like April 14th through 17th. Uh, Caesars is doing five times tier multiplier, and Caesars has these great daily uh, tier multipliers. So if you do a certain number of tier points in a day, you get a bonus on top of those tier points. So getting to Caesar's Diamond, you know, organically, if you pay attention to those daily bonuses and those five times multipliers, like actually for someone like you who hasn't been going that often, if you went during that multiplier period at Caesar's, it's a really great time to consolidate your play. Yeah, clearly. Uh, I think... uh I, I, I think uh, I, I have to see if I can get there. So that's the April 14th through the 17th if people want to plan for that. Now, speaking of Caesars, I learned from you that they have a program called National Cons- Casino Marketing. What is that? So National National Casino Marketing is sort of cool because it's actually it's a network of independent hosts who represent Caesars and they can be your Caesars host for all the properties in the country. And you're dealing with like individual small, you know, individual small businesses, which I love, you know, because it's like, they're usually, they're sometimes junket operators also. And they also sometimes represent different casinos because they are independent hosts. And it's a really, it's a really neat program. And because you get an on-site contact, but you also have like the same person you deal with. So if you want to go to New Orleans, if you want to go to Tahoe, if you want to go to Vegas, and there are, there are, there are a couple of different ones, but I've known, I've worked with one over the years at SNS Casino Tours, which is just like a super lovely family business. I don't get anything for saying this. They're just amazing people. And if you do gamble regularly at Caesars, it's something to think about. So how do you get one of these independent hosts? How do you get, how do you sign up for this? You just have to, you have to speak to them. If you, you know, if you come, we have a Travels Work Facebook group, but we talk about these kind of things, like about hosts and all of that. Now you have to be, you know, completely straight. You need to be a legitimate gambler. You have to like something, you know, people say, what does that mean? I say, well, maybe like for in the Caesars world, a couple thousand tier over the weekend. So if you're the kind of person who just goes with a hundred dollars and barely gambles, no host is going to be able to help you, but it's definitely something to look at. And I encourage people or reach out to me, you know, on Twitter at Travels Orc. I always love giving those kind of recommendations because it gets you more bang for your casino buck. Mm. And also, you know, these kind of 
hosts are are great because since they represent other properties, uh, sometimes you know they can. You'll be somewhere else where there's another property, and you'll be able they'll be able to get you in there like a comp room. I got a comp like. I got a comp room in Niagara. I had never been there before because I was doing a road trip with my daughter just because based on the fact that, you know, my status and my play and that host knows it. So it's uh, it's sort of nice. But I love that, like, sort of small business personal. Absolutely. Uh, me too. Talking to Michael Traeger, uh, luxury travel and casino gaming uh, industry writer and entrepreneur. He's with TravelZork.com. Hey, uh, I understand you just got back from a transatlantic voyage on the Queen Mary 2. <laughs> What was that like? That was absolutely amazing. Uh, my parents, uh, my father and step uh, stepmother had their 40th anniversary, and they love going on the Queen Mary, uh, except they didn't feel comfortable doing it themselves anymore. So I actually took them from the New York area to Hamburg, Germany, and we cruised from Hamburg to Southampton back to Brooklyn. And it was a pretty amazing experience. It's a very unusual year because they regularly don't do transatlantics in the winter. It would regularly, they'd regularly be on a world cruise, but because of COVID, everything changed. There was no world cruise this year. So it was pretty exciting because we hit three storms in the Atlantic and it, you're really like in the middle of nowhere in the ocean on this huge ocean liner. Queen Mary 2 is the only ocean liner left. I mean, other ships are cruise ships, but this is specifically built as an ocean liner. So it was awesome. And what cruise line is the Queen Mary 2? Uh, it is Cunard. Cunard. So Cunard has the Queen Mary 2, uh, the Queen Victoria, the Queen Elizabeth. Next year, uh, they're going to be launching the Queen Anne. And Cunard is actually owned by Carnival. Hmm. Awesome, Michael. So, I, I can't thank you enough for the insight and... Um, you have wet my appetite significantly that I'm going to make sure to schedule an Atlantic City trip today. You need to do that. You need to keep me posted on it. I keep thinking when we were talking about the status extensions, uh, British Airways did an extension for if you had a baby, you kept your elite status because they knew you wouldn't be traveling. And I kept thinking, God, the casino uh, should have done. They should, should. Shouldn't the casinos do it? Think about the goodwill they would get. They'd say, hey, we know you just had a kid. We're going to extend your status for a year. You know, I, wouldn't that be an amazing thing for one of the casinos to come up no with? No doubt about it. Would. I'm going to send, uh, I'm going to send them the audio of this segment and hopefully that'll inspire some creative thinking. Absolutely. Michael well, Traeger, hope everyone checks you out and your podcast at uh, travelsorc.com. Appreciate it. Take care. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.